Welcome to the Science and Magic of Attitude. My cat lacks emotional intelligence. I'm sure of it. At 3 a.m., and I know because I looked at my bedside clock, my one-eyed, ring-tailed, adopted cat jumped back and forth over my body about 25 times. Occasionally, he missed and landed on my chest or face, and then he scooted off to resume his gymnastics. He had to sense my annoyance. I moved him and pushed him and moved him some more. I took him out of the bedroom and put him on the chair. He made it back to my bedroom before I could, so I couldn't shut him out. Same thing when I tried to put him on the back porch. Finally, I got sneaky and locked him out for a couple of hours before I got up at five. There are many people out there just like my cat, clueless, when we are doing everything within our power to show them our frustration, our concern, or a different emotion altogether. So today is devoted to the power of emotional intelligence, and we'll be talking about a small part of EI, the part that says stop being angry with people and pay attention to what they need. Maybe they're telling us loudly with their nonverbal communication. Every one of us are in this together. This, meaning this life, this economy, this pandemic, <laughs> glad you like the chimes, and the smartest way to be effective and successful and whatever you're doing is to start really paying attention to what others need. Pay attention to what you need as well, and then find ways to work together. Let's start with this together comment I just made. We continually try to do things alone. Maybe to prove how much we know, you know, that others don't know. Maybe to claim our independence. But we always get more done when we find ways to work with others. That's a smarter way of working. Think geese. Did you know that when geese fly together in their V formations, each goose provides additional lift and reduces air resistance for the goose flying behind it? When they fly in this formation, the whole flock can fly, listen to this, about 71% farther than if each bird flew on its own. In other words, if we focus on helping rather than just judging, we'd probably get a lot more done with less effort. Geese also rotate leadership because the lead goose must expend the most energy since it's the first to break up the flow of air that provides the additional lift for all of the others who follow behind it. So when the lead goose gets tired, it moves to the rear where there is the lightest resistance and then another goose moves into the leadership position. Think how effective this would be when we can get our egos out of the way and ask for help or let someone else excel while we take a break from the stress? Geese honk at each other as their way of communicating during a long flight. And scientists actually speculate it might also be their way of encouraging those in the front to keep up with their speed. All of us know the power of showing appreciation and feeling that someone believes in us is in encouraging us to be our best. We need to honk more. And finally, geese help each other. When a goose gets sick, is shot or injured, and needs to fall out of the formation, two other geese will fall out as well and remain with the weakened goose. They actually stay with the injured goose to protect it from predators or until the goose is able to fly, or regrettably until it dies. They then launch out on their own to find another formation to fly with until they can catch up with their original group. A little kindness goes a long way. The geese information, by the way, came from an article by Beverly Hutchinson McNeff from the Miracle Distribution Center. And it's an excellent reminder that if we're going to truly succeed right now, we need to offer and ask for help. 
And back to the power of emotional intelligence, it really defines and sets people apart, drawing others to them and giving them a charismatic demeanor that's both charming and credible. It's also an increasingly rare quality, unfortunately. Most people just don't possess it. Um, Most people would rather isolate themselves with their communication styles, or they just have lost the intuitive ability to size up people to determine what they really need or to build rapport or establish relationships. So it actually stands to reason if we understand how to utilize emotional intelligence in our daily lives, we're really very far ahead of the game. Do you know research also indicates that people vote for, buy from, and hire based on this intangible essence they like or trust the person they're dealing with. It's the chemistry. Research says that businesses can grow up to 31% in nine months based on using emotional intelligence. It's the key ingredient that generates credibility, changes perception, and fosters camaraderie and allegiance. It's impossible to outperform faulty thinking, yet when we follow the tenets of emotional intelligence, we can really create some incredible change. Now, 80% of success in life according to Daniel Goldman, author of the best-selling book, Emotional Intelligence, comes from our EQ, our emotional quotient, while only 20%, that's not much, comes from our IQ. Companies whose employees have high emotional intelligence are more successful, according to research, and companies who don't invest in emotional intelligence. Of course, the same can be said about individuals. So what's the shortcut to using it? Pay attention. Be aware of others' feelings and the impact that we're making each time we communicate with someone. You know, it costs nothing to pay attention, to listen between the lines and truly understand what somebody needs. Maybe people need to feel special or important today, so we take a minute to listen. Maybe they just need someone to air their frustration with, or maybe they need to have their idea or suggestion validated. Words to use are simple. Tell me more. Sounds as if that, and you can fill in the blank, Help me understand. Work on finding a genuine interest in others and offering help even when it may not be in our best interest because it creates trust and opportunities. It leads to better productivity, better morale, and overall better relationships. You know, there are a zillion books out there on how to succeed and how to lead, but simply paying attention to what others need Understanding what we need, being kind to ourselves, is enormous. We need to remember to get our egos out of the way to work with others and let them shine. This creates an infrastructure that is absolutely unshakable, and it's worth the effort. You know, this is an unusually short podcast because I've gotten so little sleep. Thanks to a certain cat, I'm rather behind in everything. Thank you for listening. If you like this, please follow, share it with others, and email me at jennifer at magiccomm Until next time, I challenge you to remember we have the power to choose how we want to think, regardless of what's happening around us. Stay safe and healthy.